Hi, I'm Joe Feeks, editor of Pig Health Today, and with me is Katie Wadel. She is a swine veterinarian at Iowa Select Farms. Welcome, Katie. Thank you. We're going to talk about PDCOV, and the swine industry needs another disease abbreviation, like a hole in the head. So right. can we just call it porcine delta coronavirus? Would that, that be actually easier in this case? That sounds great. <laughs> okay. Tell me exactly what is um, this porcine delta coronavirus? Because when I think of coronavirus, I think about PED, but we're not talking about that, are we? Right. Uh, Delta Corona is definitely related to PED and some of the signs can be very similar. Mm -hmm. So in the event of an outbreak, and they're both on your differential list as far as causing diarrhea in both sows and piglets, off-feed sows, um, but generally Delta Corona is a little bit less severe than a PED outbreak. So tell me about your experiences at Iowa Select. Apparently it wasn't pretty. Right. Um, we have had a few sow farms that have broke with Delta Coronavirus. And throughout that, we've kind of learned a little bit more about how the virus works and some different things about taking care of it. So on the breaks that we have had, we've had pre-wean mortality up to about 25 or 35%. Um, so certainly a production hit there and difficult for the farm staff, you know, to work through that as well. Where does this virus come from? It sounds like an elementary question, but I mean, how do you think it got into the herd? Mm -hmm. Um, so we've had a couple different instances where we, we think we nailed down where it came from. Um, one sow farm, the office was under construction, and so we had some contractors in there and some people that were working on it. Um, and we, we believe that was most likely the way it was tracked in, probably somehow from another swine farm. And then we had another instance where we had brought a welder into the farm to work on some gestation stalls. And wouldn't you know, that's right where clinical signs started. So with all the efforts for biosecurity on the farm, you still really pointing fingers at workers that came in from off the farm, it sounds like. Yep, and I, I think um, I actually heard a quote from Matt Ackerman who probably said it best. I mean, when you do a disease investigation, you're likely not gonna find the smoking gun, but you might find a bunch of loaded ones sitting around. And so <laughs> you certainly find those areas that, you know, this is probably the most likely introduction point, but there may have been some other factors involved too. So just so, knowing there's, it takes just a very small amount of virus. Take us through a, a typical case. When you first came upon it, what you saw, what you did in terms of diagnostics, and, and just how you responded to trying to bring it under control. Yep, that's a great question. So we had a, um, a sow farm break with Delta Corona last spring, and I got a call from the, the manager at about eight o'clock on a Tuesday morning saying, hey, I think we have something going on here. I've got about five to 10% of sows in one of my gestation barns with diarrhea and about 15% that are off feed. And so at that point, we decided to collect some fecal samples. It's very easy to do. Um, he also grabbed some rectal swabs. He had some swabs on the farm. And then I actually just met him on the road to pick up samples and get them to the lab as soon as possible so we could get a diagnosis. And before you even did the diagnosis, did you have a couple of suspects on your list? Absolutely. So anytime you get a call about diarrhea in sows, you start thinking about coronaviruses. So PED and Delta Corona being at the top of that list. So how do you go about treating it once, once you have it? I mean, you've, you talked about the heavy death loss, but what do you do to, to try to stop that? Mm -hmm. So our main process that we've used is a load close expose. So we're going to put some extra gilts in there and plan on a 12 to 15 week closure. Mm -hmm. 
and then we're going to expose the entire herd. So we've had very good luck with sow feces and piglet intestines using distilled water to dilute that down mm -hmm. and then doing an oronasal exposure. And so you would actually administer that to, to the other pigs just so that they can develop immunity? Is yeah, that that's exactly right. We want to get immunity to those sows as quickly as possible so that then we can start getting over it and walk the virus out of the farm. What other tools do you have available? Are there any, anything in the way of vaccination? Um, I don't believe there's any vaccination out at this time. So what's the, uh, what's the next step? I mean, obviously, um, biosecurity, uh, I know is really tight at Iowa Select, but you've probably had to make it even tighter, I would think. That's exactly right. So uh, the one sow farm that I referenced where the office was under construction, we were remodeling the entire sow farm. And so in that process, we knew that we would have some additional risk. But in the end, looking towards additional biosecurity with positive pressure filtration and then upgraded facilities with the remodel. So it was something that we knew we were taking a risk and unfortunately happened to walk that disease in during the time. Now we know that the other big coronavirus, PED, tends to rear its ugly head more in, in the winter months. Is that the same situation with this Delta coronavirus? Yeah, I would say we definitely see it more frequently during the winter months, although we have had experiences. We had one south farm break at the end of May, for instance, in 2015. And is there any, anything that the industry can draw on from its pretty ugly experience with PED to try to not repeat any mistakes and, and to try to keep this uh, virus in check? Mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing, like you, you touched on, Joe, is just really focusing on biosecurity. What extra steps can we take to make sure that we're dotting all our I's and crossing all our T's and doing the right thing every single day? Well, thanks so much for sharing that experience. I, I know it wasn't a good one, but it sounds like you learned a lot, and I know the industry did as well from uh, your comments here today. So we've been talking to Dr. Katie Wadel. She is a veterinarian at Iowa Select. Again, Katie, thanks for coming by.